You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lacia Finley. Oh, happy Monday! Hope everybody's having a good week. I'm just Busy gonna, week! Yeah, I'm just going to say that. I'm just ha- all having week. a good week. Yes. Uh, I want to talk about a few things real quick up top. Mm-hmm. Try to keep things, uh, you know, rolling. I uh, should have a new video out this week. Ooh, yeah. I, I knocked it out pretty quick, believe it or not. You know, I, I think because I had a heads up, because some things got oh, swapped of the around. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, huh, what can I, I'll just go ahead and put this together. I've, I, I don't want to say it's bad. I just, you know how you get in your head sometimes, like, yeah, I don't think this is as good as my last one, or, you know, it's fine. The producer yeah. said it's fine. He said there were some technical <laughs> little things he had to adjust, which I don't know what that meant. Because I told him, I said, if there's anything wrong, I've still got time. Because it wasn't yeah. due until tomorrow. And I was just yeah. like, uh, you know, I'll j- I finished it early and there you go. You know, I think I got everything. So I don't know what the technical things were. Bugs me. Well, was, apparently it was small enough that they could just go clickety click and it was done. I guess. Because I did, I looked over it, and as soon as I noticed just minor, itty-bitty little things, I was like, damn it! I hate when I miss the, just the little things. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I should have that. I'm hoping that should be up Thursday. I'm guess, I'm, I'm kind of guessing about that, considering mm-hmm. the timing sounds right Thursday. But it'll be okay. Boba Fett versus The Mandalorian. You had to have fun with that one, though. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun. So who's who's the the better bounty hunter? So ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you been watching, or have you ever watched the Orville? Yes, I haven't watched the new season though. But you yes, watch. They're doing some really good stuff. I don't want to just say that from you know they'll say hey budgetary you know look at every uh, how flashier we've made it. It don't get me wrong, it looks flashy. And you'll notice, like, we were watching <clears throat> the old, or I don't want to say older, the last season before they moved to Hulu. Mm-hmm. So we had pretty much went almost back-to-back going from season two to season three. And you can tell a difference, like, in just everything. Like, mm-hmm. they've added so much more detail. It did seem like I caught the hubs watching part of it. Like, definitely filmed in a different style more yeah. clean polished movie yeah something like feel. that yeah so okay. everything's just got a got a nicer polish to it uh and and just looks like it's a, went from sd to 4k <laughs> you know the, the <laughs> amount of detail might have. so that's all well and cool but i guess my concerns going in i mean i had a feeling it was still going to be good but i was like i wonder what they're going to tackle because they kind of do this thing 
similar in vain to Star Trek since it's loosely based on the concept yeah. of Star Trek where they tell those very personal stories but they put uh, like things we kind of like what Planet of the Apes did the original where you parallel the world that's happening right now but you tell it from this ape versus man story but yet oh, okay. all the parallels are there and that's what they do here so a planet could be a, a I think they did in what season one where they, there's a planet of all male aliens and all the males mate but yet females mm. are forbidden and a lot of the things that go on to that. And then you look yeah. at the parallels and you're like, wow. Well, they had one mm -hmm. this past week that it was actually building off of a narrative from the previous seasons about the captain had gotten into a relationship unknowingly with uh, an alien that would kind of be the equivalent of maybe the Klingon. Okay. Where they feel like they're the end-all, be-all race of all time and you know they've been trying to bridge that gap because they were like mm -hmm. we if we could just have peace you know our, our forces could unite and it'd be great but then you've got this one dissenter which is the woman that the captain of the orville had been involved with mm -hmm. unknowingly and now she's trying to rise power with the with her her race and be like you know they have an election and how all that goes down, and you're just like, oh wow, this is hitting really close to home. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was, it was just, it was a little like, oh, but it was a great satire, I guess, in yeah. that sense where they're telling that story and everything's clear. You know what they're saying, but they're mm -hmm. doing it in such a way that, I mean, you that you can't ask for better sci-fi writing than that. That's the kind of stuff I like with sci-fi is when they can do those parallels when you can see mm -hmm. the world reflected but i should i need to check out the new one yeah it's it's a really good show that one had a, a twist in it uh that i didn't see coming like oh, yeah? it was like oh okay so it changes things i feel like and i'm, I'm eager to see what they do with it but is I'll, it wrapped up for the season or no 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 they i think they've got four more episodes i feel i don't they under, said. i don't know what seasons are anymore i know well, this it is used to be like October to May, but now I have no idea. It seems like uh, eight to ten episodes. I feel like they said eight, but mm -hmm. they're over an hour long, so they're they're right. allowing them a little bit more time to breathe. Uh, but I recommend the Orville if you like that kind of stuff, even if you're not like a huge Trek fan, because yeah, I like Star Trek, but I'm not gaga for it you know like i don't sure. go out of my way to watch not a trekkie yeah like yeah you didn't learn klingon you know like <laughs> there are certain movies that i like i have watched a few episodes of some of the shows you know just here and there yeah. like if something caught my eye like the the two-parter uh, of star trek the next generation where captain picard gets captured by the borg I knew that mm. related to one of the movies, so I went back and actually looked at that or watched those because I was like, I want to see that that story. This clearly yeah. relates to something I don't know anything about, so I wanted to check that out. And First Contact is one of my favorite Star Trek movies. So, But again, I don't see, actively seek it out. I'm not going out of my way. Like, I watch Picard because I like Patrick Stewart. I like 
mm-hmm. that show. I like the New Worlds animated show that they did. But I'm not going after Discovery. I'm not watching Strange New sure. Worlds. I'm not. It's just. I don't have I, that. I mean, if everybody liked the same thing. But I re- we'd have one show. Yeah. You know? But I recommend the Orville because it's like it, but it has its own twist to it. So it, mm-hmm. it's not that specifically. And you you don't have to worry about being bogged down with all this lore from Star Trek mm-hmm. and be like, well, I don't know where to begin. It's like here, it, basic. We've got our own lore. Yeah. Here we, you go. Basic yeah. concept, but so far it's not so expansive that you can't keep up. So I recommend it. Nice. Check it out. It's on Hulu. And mm-hmm. one other thing, and I don't know if you saw this, but I had to watch it as soon as it, I actually, <laughs> I actually went to watch it the day it premiered. Uh-huh. And then I stopped and said, no, no, I need something for this. If I'm going to watch it properly, you know, waiting for uh, something. Your little, uh, your, your, your weekend treats. Yes. Uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Oh my God. I heard a commercial for it. I think yesterday for the first time we were in the car and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. They made a, oh no. You have to watch it. Do I? Uh, okay. (laughs) Well, if you enjoyed them. I was going to say growing up, I used to watch them simply because my mom didn't want me to. So I thought I was being a rebel, but let's be real. It wasn't, it wasn't good. Well, no, it. (laughs) I feel like they get mis, you know, fairly maligned. It there's, yeah, it's looked at one way. But here's what Mike Judge was doing. Mike Judge is a very great creator. We've seen mm-hmm. his work, Silicon sure. Valley, King of the Hill, yeah. Office Space. I mean, come on, these are classics. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We got to start somewhere. Yeah, but his work <laughs> here is trying to point out, you know, teenagers. That's yeah. all. That's what it's about. the The ridiculousness of teenagers in that time. Does it period. translate today, though? Well, that's the beauty of it. This is what they do. So, at the beginning of the movie, is picking up maybe like two years after the feature film. So they're still in yeah. high school, and it's the nineties, mm-hmm. and they get set up into this ridiculous set of events. They get them sent into outer space because they go to space camp. There's a whole mm-hmm thing that got them to space camp and when they get to outer space what do you think they do they fuck everything up sure and then at some point it gets them led to a black hole which they get sucked into now the black hole takes them to present day so it's still them (laughs) you know back yeah it's still go back still them from the 90s but in our time so they are now having to get acclimated to what the world is today and cell phones for example that's mm-hmm. the biggest that's one of the bigger plot well, points yeah that's huge yeah. because they don't understand you know this guy mm-hmm. asked them to take a picture and they think it's just a little tv and it's like whoa okay and then they get another phone at some point or no that i think they actually kept that guy's phone <laughs> oh okay and they go to get food and they're like, we don't have money. And he's like, that's cool. The guy behind the counter said, that's cool. You can just pay with your phone. And they're like, what? Pay with the phone. And then of course that just leads them on a spending spree. Cause they've got oh, God, this poor person's phone. Who's stolen free money. <laughs> so it's about them trying to understand today, but 
The biggest surprise to me, and I don't want to go uh-huh. too much on it because sure. I want people to watch it, is Beavis had a very interesting story arc. Like, I felt like he grew as a person in this. Really? Because you see this part of him when they the phone starts talking to mm-hmm. him, you know, Siri. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her name is similar to this other woman. By the way, in true Beavis and Butthead fashion, the reason they're on this journey, uh, what gets them to space camp, what gets them to the future, uh, they're trying to get laid. Oh, well, that tracks, you know, They so, think all yeah, this yeah, is yeah. about scoring with this chick, and so that's why they're continuing. <laughs> and <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, so the... The woman's name, I think, was Serena. So when Siri says, hi, I'm Siri, and starts talking to Beavis, he thinks Uh, that's her just through uh, the phone. So he thinks he's talking to her on the phone. So he starts having these conversations with Siri and just like, yeah, you know, but it doesn't ever listen to me. And it's like, you actually actually act like you're listening to me. It it makes me feel good. He's just like having this moment with the phone. (laughs) With the phone. Yeah, just like, oh, man, it's sad, you know, because he just wants to be heard. He wants right. to, to know that he matters. He needs someone to listen to me, man. Yeah. And what's even funnier about it, and I won't say too much about this, but it was just, you kind of learn a little something about his mother as well. Like, mm-hmm. they do this joke where you don't get to hear what's being said, but something is mentioned about the house that they, you know, pretty much grew up in. And when they go back there, obviously time has passed so it's being sold but someone's talking about the owner and it being Beavis's mom and how it sounded like they were going to say you know she loved her boy so much and you know she was so devastated when he disappeared and just all this but you never hear it and it's just like aww (laughs) like but it just I feel that adds to his character growth because like mm-hmm. this is why he he has this soft heart, why he's such a good person. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's an idiot for sure, but I feel yeah. like he's an idiot by association because he's always listening to somebody else and doesn't think for himself. Wow, so. you could be a very sweet person and not very smart. Yeah, and he tries. <laughs> he know? has his yeah, moments. Exactly. Yeah. So let's. I mean, they're both they both crack me up, and yeah, I think Beavis a little bit more than Butthead, but it's. Butthead's little things. Like, I think the yeah, moment... Yeah, this was more annoying to me, I think, with with him. Which, I, yeah, and I can understand that. Early on, I think he didn't... They didn't quite have their footing for who they were. But I feel like the characters that they are now, even yeah. the later episodes, I felt like they'd finally found their... Who they were, and they're not just going... Huh, 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 huh. Right. But even just TV. the stupidest things crack me up. And this is when I knew I had to actually get something for it. It's just mm-hmm. Butthead walking by, beside a, a, a sign outside the Space Center. and goes, <laughs> Johnson. And just, I lost it. I don't know why. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's stupid. It's really. It is stupid. And that was the whole point. It was but like it's... They were, it was just, it was not, you know. It's intelligent just, humor. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know what it is about the just saying it and implying it. Right. Like I'm a child. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say anything cuz I've laughed at dumb stuff like that before too. Yeah. But I think it's a pretty good movie. 
I, I is was, it at least short? Yeah, it's like uh, under ninety minutes. So oh, it's, okay, it's pretty good. breezy. There you go. At least that's good. I I found it to be if you enjoyed maybe the first movie, it's a nice companion piece to that. So, all right, I would recommend it. I don't know that I ever saw the movie. I know I watched. It was good. The, the TV show when it was on MTV. Mm-hmm. Like I would sneak at the channel until mom would come in the room and I'd sneak it back. Yeah. I swear that was the only reason why I probably watched it. It was just because I was told not to. And I'm a kid and it's a cartoon. What do you mean I can't? Yeah. Well, now I know. See, when I used to watch <laughs> Beavis and Butthead, like I always wanted to. I feel like I can do their voices all right. But I only had one that I could really nail. Or at least I felt like I could. You know their uh, neighbor, Tom Dreesen? Hey, boys. Uh, what y'all uh, doing over here now? Y'all gonna come mow my yard? That old Texas... Sounds like Hank Hill kind of thing. I did do Daria, though. I oh, did do remember enjoying that. Wasn't she a spinoff from yeah. there also? Like, what? yeah, I did. I did watch Daria, what, a season, maybe two. Mm. I don't think it lasted very long. But she's supposed the dry, to dry, sarcastic humor can get me, you know? I think she's actually uh, there. She's having a comeback because she, I, she was in nice. that uh, like she Same didn't have a voice. No, Is well, still- you saw her as a cameo, like you saw her as a character. Oh, just often. drawn in. Yeah. So she was there, technically, in one mm-hmm. scene. But I have heard, yeah, uh, Daria's getting a comeback. Interesting. So, I wonder how that would translate to today also. I'm curious. Because that was very much um, pop culture of its time. Yeah, yeah. You know, with the just emo teenagers, the everyone's stupid and can't possibly understand me yeah i don't think kids are like that these days but i don't know if they're still the same it's just a whole new brand i'm sure of something every generation's got their thing yeah us 90s kids (sighs) the grunge gross yeah 90s the hell were we thinking i don't know we were just very angry about everything i guess still I, know. I noticed that the anger got amped up in the late two th- or the early two thousands. Like sure. there was just this. I don't know where it hit me the other day, but I was like, everything in the two like early two thousands, everything was just angry. Everything was dark and just like, bleh. <laughs> and just like, oh, calm down. Carlson, yeah, everything was angry. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just needed an outlet. I guess. What a angsty teens getting drug into the 21st century mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so uh what you been playing Ooh, well one i think we're talking about later we are okay so we'll wait we'll wait um but i did a couple more games on steam next fest mm-hmm. that same monday our pod dropped because it was the last ah. day for it um and i can't believe i didn't see it before our pod last week, but don't feed the monkeys 2099. They're coming up with another one. And I was happy. Like even Deva sent me a DM like, Hey, did you see this? I'm like, yes, I did. But thank you, Deva. Cause if I had missed it, that would have been amazing. Then I played the demo twice. Mm -hmm. I want more. It's definitely just more. Don't feed the monkeys. I feel like nothing's changed except now we're in 2099. And so the gadgets look a little fancier, but it's the same premise. And I don't care. I'm here for it. I mm-hmm. loved the way it told the stories and it has a lot of replayability and the way it's all randomly generated, which story and stuff that you get. Um, so yay. Very happy Woo. about that. I think it said it was aiming for September release. So not even that far, but too far because I want it now. 
Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Don't Feed the Monkeys 29.9. So fun. Um, and then I tried a game called Horror Tycoon, which I shared with you. Yes. Um, I played the demo for like 40-ish minutes or so. Meh for me. Okay. Um, the premise was cool, though. So again, Horror Tycoon, it was like... I uh, died or something, and so part of my, you know, rehabilitation going back into the world is that I design these horror houses, and the more people that I can scare to death and collect their souls is kind of the premise. So it's it's on a timer. So here's the tycoonish part of it, I guess, because you're going to build these things inside the house, and then when the timer hits zero, that group of people will be walking through the house, and right. they have different colored coats depending on like how easy they scare. So if they had a yellow coat, stupid easy to scare, you pretty much put like a drop of blood or something, you're like, oh my god, and then green, and then red, and it gets harder. Um, and so they just keep coming in waves like that. Um, so I did that for about 40 minutes. I don't know if there was more to do in the demo. It was just a demo, so I wasn't expecting it to click me to a new level or anything like that. But <sighs> it sounded cooler than it played for me. And it's right. still the demo. It's still early. So I want to keep all of that in mind. You know, these are like workable demos. Things can change. Um, but it was in that kind of that same style from that ravenous devils where it was like ah, that yeah. two and a half D kind of work, but you could still go top down. You have a little camera maneuverability, but not a ton. Um, and you just unlock, I guess, more scary things to put in there. So I had like dead bodies hanging and feet hanging and blood dripping. And then there's stuff you could send to just make a loud noise to scare the crap out of them, you know? So I, I, I think people would like it. I just don't know that it was for me. Sure. So maybe you check it out. You might think it's interesting once you unlock some of the attractions and maybe it'll be more fun when you can get out of that level and see how big you can make the attractions maybe sure. or whatever. But, um, so meh for me for now, but I think the premise is cool enough to keep an eye on to see if anything develops further with the idea. Um, and then, um, unfortunately since the weekend was depressing, I played a bunch of house flipper cause I didn't mm -hmm. want anything pressing my time, making me feel stressed or anything. So I flipped a bunch of houses and, um, I have like $150,000 right now and two lofts. I don't know Ooh. if I want to sell them yet though. Well, I don't I mean, know. I have a couple of people putting in bids, but I'm like, I don't know. I might want to keep this one. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and then what about you? I think that was that pretty much filled my weekend. Uh, outside of uh, what we're going to be talking about later, Lego Star Wars. Just. Oh, yeah. Still we're doing. Getting done. Getting through. Yeah. Just just doing cleaning house. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, I don't really know what more I can say. I think. There was, I, I have come across, uh, yeah, I think I could. Mm -hmm. there, it's it's going to take some time. I'm getting there. It's just, I, I'm, I think I'm nearing the end of all the blocks that I can really kind of get in all the areas mm -hmm. because there are certain things locked behind. I've got to progress in the story. I've got to play the other episodes to unlock that stuff. And I've just been trying to narrow everything that I've got to collect. So go ahead and collect what I can now, make the mm -hmm. a little bit shorter, and then when I can collect more after episode seven, go collect that, then finish eight, then finish nine. Yeah. Just trying to make it quicker. 
because yeah. I know once I hit the end of nine, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm done. I don't want to go back. I'm done. <laughs> We're done here. Yeah. But, I did my time. Yeah. I'll get there eventually. Maybe, maybe during the summer. Maybe I'll actually have time. Yeah, you will. So we'll see about that. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. uh, you got, got, got news? I do have a, a few few pieces of news here that caught my eye. Uh, first off, Steam Summer Sale is going on, so rip wallets all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely check it out because I love when they do these things. Go check out your wish list. Sometimes I get shocked that a $40 game I had on my wish list is now $10 or something. So some of them really slash them big. But you guys probably already know that. We're talking to veteran siblings here. They're probably already on that Steam Summer Sale and wondering why they bought the 12 games they're never going to play. Mm-hmm. Like we all do. Um, but <laughs> the first uh, little bit of news, um, Ubisoft's CEO, Ives Germot. Am mm-hmm. I getting closer? Yves Jomo. Thank you. That guy. Um, <laughs> I, I, I listen. I emulate. Distance happens, and then I can't remember what someone said to say it. So. I'm I'm sure I've botched it in the past, so don't feel feel bad. Yeah, that guy. I can see anyway. So voluntarily, and I'm going to say that in a sarcastic tone, mm. taking a $327,000 pay cut for this coming year. Well, um, look at him. I know. He apparently just waived his annual variable commute compensation. I can't talk, um, which would have been the bonus on top of his regular salary each mm-hmm. year which fluctuates apparently based on the financial performance of the company. Um, So the pay cut was not announced by Ubisoft, (laughs) but it was kind of tucked away in fine print of a recent company filing Hmm. since all of us will do some digging there. However, it was a bad year apparently for Ubisoft all around in general. Um, Saw its profit fall about 14% from the year prior. Um, So while it, was voluntary. I don't know that he would have seen as much as he would have in the past regardless. But anyway, uh, so uh, it's also tied to the other probably issues coming out of Ubisoft that hasn't completely yeah. been addressed yet. That still seems to keep coming around and rearing its ugly head. Um, so that uh, the sales revenue fell by 5% and its stock value tumbled by 50% in the wow. last year. So they're uh, prepping to, you know, fight off apparently a huge takeover bid from several private equity firms. So it sounds like they've just internally been a mess between all of this stuff going on, you know. Um, And then, of course, Skull and Bones leak. Like, do we care anymore? No. (laughs) Hasn't it been like 10 years? It's been way too long. I feel like it's been forever. So they they wanted to let us know in the same little article I was reading. It's very much still in development. Um, I don't know. I don't even care anymore. Is it you just apparently you're going to develop that till the end of days? I don't know. I just think you should scrap the idea. But I don't know. Maybe people are excited for it. Sure. I just think you've been dangling it for so long now that I just don't even care. Um, but it looks like they are gearing up to make huge announcements for it. So I guess in the next week or two, we will actually see. So if that was something you were excited for, maybe now you'll finally get to hear anything about it. But I kind of think, yeah, all the stuff that they've never addressed. Now that I know they're having this big takeover, weren't they the ones trying to go all in with, nfts for a minute too yeah i think so yeah i know there was a few ea square enix really bad about it yeah quartz i think Hmm. anyway um well the 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 blockchain whatever i don't know all of that probably 
probably didn't do well. Um, I know their last Assassin's Creed did okay, but still in comparison to ones before, I don't know. You might just need new stuff. Yeah. Might help. You know? Intrigue new people to want to come over because, and now I, I'm a. I'm, I can't speak for all of them because I've not bothered to play every Assassin's Creed, right? Right. Um, can anyone tell me in the newest ones, did the formula at least change at all? Because it seems like when I'm watching Let's Plays, it's the same damn game, just in a different background. I mean, that that's what it is. Okay. So... They've, they've added uh, some new mechanics to fight and maybe a few other little mechanical changes, but that's it. It's still the same game. It still plays the same way. It just got larger. Well, and I mean, if people like that, so be it. I literally just got done saying how do not feed the monkeys. The next one is exactly the same game with new stories, and I'm here for it. So if that's your thing, then by all means. I'm just wondering if that might be hampering new people from wanting to, to, to or I don't know. No, I, I feel it. like even longtime fans might eventually want something new to spice it up or. Yeah. And especially if you want games to last 20,000 years these days, you got to give us something new. Sure. I mean, that's true. The older I get, the less I need my game to be. <laughs> but there you go. We wanted to make sure in the fine print that we knew that Ives, Ives dude from Ubisoft. I'll just say that. Can we all just agree if I say dude from Ubisoft, we know who I'm saying. Uh, anyway, uh, we have a new AAA studio getting formed. Lithos. Oh, boy. Uh, two Sony veterans have united to set this up. Um, a new AAA game studio. So their debut game will be Ashfall, which I feel like we've touched on maybe a hint of in the past, but there wasn't like a whole lot to go off of. Um, so, but wait for it. It's their first true web 3.0 AAA title for PC console and the Hedera network. Yep. Blockchain. Oh, okay. Good. Good for them. Yeah. yeah. We're still trying it out. Uh, Michael Mumbauer and John Garbin, uh, two spearheading this. Mumbauer was once head of the PlayStation's visual arts and worked on titles like Uncharted, uh, Last of Us, and Days Gone. He initially left Sony to become founder of That Snow Moon, but he left a year later. Uh, And then Garvin was the creative director of Days Gone and Siphon Filter at Bend Studio. Oddly, he admitted uh, that he um, was fired from Bend for being a disruptive personality. So at least there's honesty there (laughs) that he had a few heated arguments at the studio and that he sucked at being a people person, which is kind of what you need, I guess, when you're heading a large team of people. Um, But so brand new studio, brand new game. Ashfall, uh, apparently an open world game set in a land ravaged by global warming. So look outside. Uh, Mysterious (laughs) energy fields and uh, warring enclaves. Uh, So it's supposed to be a narrative driven single player game, uh, which later on will evolve into like a PvP, PvE situation if you want. Uh, So it also, again, like we just said, plock into the Hedera network, which apparently is a blockchain system. um, And it'll allow players to build, sell, trade with exclusivity being a focus. All right. Everything on this blockchain has been exclusive. 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 I don't know. I'm making fun of a thing, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like that just is another word for NFTs coming your way. Uh, but it seems that Lithos, now this new team, is interested in not just blockchain, though, but something called the cinematic transmedia world. 
I don't like. I, the I sound want to of make it. more than just video games, is what it sounds to me. So, like, if they're wanting to create just an entertainment company, is kind of what it sounds like they're wanting us to believe at the moment. So, I guess keep your eye on that space, see what happens if anything good comes of it. Mm-hmm. I I should have looked this up. This just clicked with me. Is he the dude that got all pissed at us for not? buying days gone unless it was on sale or something i should have looked that up i don't know why it just now occurred to me because you remember that hubble yeah i do for a little bit with days gone okay where like he blamed all of us for not buying it or something i can't remember it was he blamed the players for something i'm like wait what yeah it's all our fault (laughs) that is why games bomb when people don't buy them so like yeah i guess you're right it is our fault we didn't want it i don't know sorry I, I I'm paraphrasing. I, I mean, can't remember the story completely. I had right now, but. I had fun with it, but you know, Hubs liked it too. It, I'm it sorry, fun. I just didn't go out and I mean, because I heard all the bad stuff, so I was like, well, I don't know if I want to play it. Now. Well, the most complaint I heard was the most AAA game ever. So basically, any kind of huge AAA mechanic that's been used, they threw it in there, and I guess so. What at that point so was what? the story good? Did you like it? Did it play? Did it glitch out on you? Like, you know, fun. what are what are those things? You yeah. know. I had fun. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of games you get to ride around on a motorcycle. That's fun. Getting chased true. by hordes of zombies. It's insane, but fun. Especially yeah, when you can get used to it. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And learning where you can blow up all the things mm-hmm. so you can take out large quantities of them at one time. Yeah, it's like a little puzzle game, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you like that sort of thing, I'm sure you did. But, you know. I guess we'll see. I, I was just, I don't know why it just clicked with me. I wonder if that's him and he'll just yell at us for not buying Ashfall. Might be. Maybe. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, and of course we have to talk about it. GTA 6 leaks and rumors. We had some big ones though this time, not just little tiny stuff. I hate to do it cause it's leaks, it's rumors, but this yeah. one was kind of big. Like, we're going into what we think the story even is and where it's set. Uh, so uh, the latest info, uh, game's potential storyline, when, as well as the setting, so where. Um, Grand Theft Auto Six story, supposedly now, will follow twin siblings, uh, one male, one female, who are separated following the tragic death of their parents at the hands of the cartel in 2003. Game will reportedly explore this tragic event in its prologue, which could be set in Brazil. Um, so apparently the male sibling becomes an agent for the DOA, which is a parody of the real world government DEA, if you will. Um, and then, however, his sister will seek revenge against the cartel in her own way, working her way up the ranks in the cartel. So we have like a little sibling rivalry there. Um, so I'm wondering if it plays like how in the ones before, assuming all of this is to be true, Mm -hmm. um, where you play both sides. That would be cool. It would be, it would be fun. Uh, So the intel we have also refers to ambitious technology, they say, that the military will have at its disposal in Grand Theft Auto 6. So in other words, wanting to improve what 5 with the cop thing wasn't doing so well. They're improving upon it here, supposedly. Um, And Rockstar wants the game to reflect the current times. Don't know why now, but something Mm. in the studio couldn't accurately do. So supposedly... 2022-23 is the era the game might be um, set in, not release date. So well, today's they, times. They might have to make some changes before it comes released. I don't know. I, I, I kind of I kind of agreed with them before when they're like, how do we make a game to satire today's life? I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know either because 
Um, so apparently, like I just said, it will be set in that time, which would debunk the previous rumors we saw before, obviously, between the 70s, 80s, 90s range, which I think was some guesses before. Um, so, yeah, those were the big ones. That's kind of a big leak. So I'm still seeing the plans to release 2024 for the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see if any of this comes comes to be, because this was definitely the biggest leak with real info, right. I guess, where we're actually saying what the, the story and stuff could be about. I could be a board for that. I, I would hope you could play both sides because, um, shoot, what was the, it? It's, um, I'm, I know I'm not supposed to like them anymore. But it, um, uh, the story games that I like so well, where they had like Detroit Become Human, oh the, did, the uh, Heavy Rain, yeah. Um, his Wanted first dream. one, which was yes, thank you. I don't know why I was like I could think David, but um, so one of his, I think a second release on PC was called Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. but I can't remember. It was like it had a different name in Europe than it did here. And you did get to play that where I was playing the murderer and the cops looking for the murderer, which you go, well, that sounds stupid, right? Because if you're playing one, you clearly would know what to search for in the other. But when you would be hiding evidence or something, you would just kind of get like a little cut scene of little things flying around. So you weren't actually seeing what your character was hiding things Mm -hmm. or where they were placing stuff around. So then when you did come in as the police you are still actively searching for it because you don't really know what you did, but you're seeing both sides of the story. And I thought it was really cool. So when I saw this, I'm like, you have your own spin on doing something like that. That could be a lot of fun getting to play the good and the evil at the same time. Yeah. Usually always just bad people in GTA. Mm -hmm. Of course, this is assuming they're DEA or whatever I said there was called. Are they good people? Is that what we're considering in this world? I don't know. They could both be bad for all I know. Or the cartel could be the one who saves the day. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to find out hopefully in a couple of years when, when the game releases. Um, but, uh, there was one thing I wanted to mention because I saw, um, GameSpot article saying to do this and then the developers going, Oh no, 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 please don't. So maybe we should mention this here for those who own a steam deck. Maybe you've been lucky enough to get it mm-hmm. already. Um, but, uh, GameSpot apparently put out an article about a mod that you could put in to get a M point, uh, M dot two hard drive, hard disk drives to expand the storage. Um, don't do that, according to the developers of this. Um, they're like, please don't do this. The charger IC gets very hot, and nearby thermal pads should not be moved. In addition, most of the 2242 M.2 drives draw more power and get hotter than what the deck is designed for. So I don't know if any of you have it and read that article and was like, oh, cool. Um, just don't do it. It sounds like it'll just trash your Steam Deck. You waited too long. You probably spent at least $700 on it. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um, so if I can save just one person, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. For sure. Um, I know it's very attractive to want bigger storage spaces because games these days, Jesus Christ, 70, 80, 100, 120 gigs. We need our space. But you don't want to trash your whole system over it. So just read that stuff carefully. Um, after that, I've just got some quick hits that I felt like, cause I'll be honest, the day I was editing, I was having a little hard time focusing on wanting to get deep into stuff. Yeah, so- <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> I'm sure we all know. 
but PSVR 2 rumored to release in quarter one of 2023. It would make sense, though, because weren't we saying RE4 yeah. remake was coming in March-ish mm-hmm. next year? So could be maybe 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 about a year give or take a little less a little less long as it say quarter one so hey as long as it works and it works well and you know people can get a playstation 5 to use it because that's the other problem yeah that's the other problem maybe we'll start seeing it because i have seen gpu prices are starting to kind of level back out now since um since bitcoin's been taking a dive mm. so you might want to keep an eye you might could finally snag one up for msrp because people aren't trying to mine with them as much at, in the moment so yay for some small Woo! favors i guess sorry Maybe. for those of you i guess that invested but uh, i just wanted to game on mine jesus christ yeah <laughs> but uh speaking of sony they also will not be attending gamescom this year so we're whittled down to about bandai namco i think said they were still going there was like two others, but yeah, sounds like they're everyone's pulling out to do their own thing. I mean, they've been kind of doing their own state of plays and stuff like that anyway, so I guess yeah. maybe we the, should have seen that coming. I feel like the console studios doing it, that's understandable. Yeah. The, the, uh, the third-party studios, the fact that they continue to go, of course. I mean, they've got right, stuff right. to showcase. They're so. not technically beholden to one side or the other. They right. might have partnerships they do, but... Uh, but yeah, it's kind of sucks too, because I think they're first in person one back since, you know, the whole Rona. Yeah. So, well, in August, we'll see. So maybe there'll be a state of play if we were all chomping at the bit for more God of War news or something. So it just won't be revealed at Gamescom, I guess, yeah. you know, or maybe I, I, I have a feeling we'll hear about a state of play or didn't they have one PlayStation showcase or something too? Yeah. Something around that time. I feel maybe. Um, Fall Guys is officially gone free to play. I saw. Um, I heard some servers were having some struggle because there was like a whole massive quantity of people who got on, of course, at one time. So have some patience with them there. But uh, hopefully that'll get fixed ASAP. Yeah. And it looked like across all boards, like all all platforms. Yeah. PlayStation, Xbox, PC, um, free to play. Woo! I never did win around. I don't think I ever played it. Oh, I know I played for a little bit, a couple of times um twitch might be bringing me an update which might actually bring me back to twitch to flip around i don't know we'll see if it gets implemented here um so i'm not really sure who gets selected for this or if it's maybe a browser specific update Mm -hmm. but the discoverability for smaller creators may have actually gotten easier if this goes through because i noticed some people have it on their browser in testing phases right now um so if this rolls out to everyone so browsing within a category now this was always my issue you'd bring up the category you see all the streams they did finally add one where you can sort like lowest view to highest view and so forth um but you click into one, you get hit with this pre-roll ad, you sit there forever, and then you might find out it's not even content that you would like for whatever reason, and then you'd move on. Making browsing a mess. I literally watch one person that gets my prime sub a month so I don't have to deal with ads. That's just how bad it has gotten for me. So this one now, you might see a new button in the upper left-hand corner of your browser. So let's say you went to your game, you hit Fall Guys. You're now in the Fall Guys category. Um, Some people have seen that there is a little play button that's in the upper left corner. And it kind of looks like the front page of Twitch where it has that auto roll of a video up top. Mm -hmm. You can click on a stream, hit play, and watch up to a minute of it without pre-roll ads or having to click into the stream. 
And you can keep doing this throughout which one you want. So okay. I don't have to sit there and keep getting stuck in a pre-roll ad to check you out. I can watch up to one minute of your content that's being shown in live in real time and decide if I like and can click in and then you'll probably get hit with a pre-roll or something. But I think that makes the user experience for browsing what content or who I want to watch a lot better. Yeah. I'm not wasting all this time clicking in, you know? Right. No, yeah. It makes sense. Uh, So, and um, supposedly, well, not supposedly, I did see this. One of the people working on this over at Twitch did confirm there will not be pre-roll ads on that viewer because Mm -hmm. that was one thing I was reading, you know, with the person who did see it was like, nah, I don't know if this will be a forever thing. All the ones I clicked into didn't have a pre-roll at the moment. So they did say, yes, you will not get ads in that viewer. Um, so yeah, I checked, I don't have it. I didn't see this available to me. Um, but I have seen some streamers show it off. So maybe certain partners are getting it. I don't know how it's getting selected, who gets it. Um, but if the video I've watched is true, I'm up for this change. That that would make things a lot easier to discover other content creators on there, at least from, um, you know, the viewer, which is who's watching. Right. So Uh, I like it. I hope it gets rolled out. I want to see it so I can play with it myself because I was watching a video someone made that had it Mm -hmm. and was showing it off. So thumbs up on that one. I like it. I like it. I wrote this down, but I don't really know that there's anything more to say about this garbage. So I'll just kind of say it and we'll move on because I feel like we've said all we can say. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, despite of everything, shareholders at Activision Blizzard voted to keep Bobby Dickhead as the board of directors for another year at its annual stockholder meeting. And I, that's all I wrote because I just, I, what can we say anymore about this whole fucking nonsense? So you just voted yeah. him back in to keep him for another year. And then I guess we'll see after Microsoft when that, when or if, I guess we're supposed to still say if yeah. that goes through. But, um, really? Ugh. Anyway. <sighs> This game looked fun, so I thought it was worth a mention. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Saber Interactive's next game is called Circus Electric. I hope I said that right, too. Saber it's Interactive. What Sa- did they do? Uh, shoot, I should have wrote that down because I know we know them. Yeah, that name just like clicked a major Maybe bell in my head. My broke. It's not worked for a really long time. Oh! They published Evil Dead the game. That's probably oh. why I remember that. Space Marine, World War Z... Um, so a few. Okay. So, so a few. that's why I, I that's probably why it was freshest familiar. in our brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they described it as darkest dungeon at a steampunk circus. And then I was like, yeah, okay. I liked darkest dungeon. This sounds great. So I watched the video, um, and it looks like a Neo Victorian circus group battling murderous zombies in the street of steampunk London. That sounds like a lot. but it sounds like so much fun uh so it's another story driven rpg it has the tactical combat on it um circus management even like you can manage your circus it's just i don't know it sounds like lovely time Uh, (laughs) apparently it was announced in 2021 um but uh it just now caught my eye since they're showing off gameplay now so if you play darkest dungeon then you're kind of familiar with what the game will kind of play like um, I enjoyed it, and, and just the way this one was drawn and the story for it looks fun to me. So I, it looks like later this year in 2022 it'll release, so keep your eye on it. Um, I know we have a couple of siblings that I think might might, might be into that one. 
Uh, heard some rumblings we might be getting a Nintendo Direct this week from third mm-hmm. party day. So okay. um, I couldn't find anything saying for sure, but doesn't sound like it'll be a huge wine but hopefully some new games to chat about then like so like a mini direct with some partners um and you had to have liked this one did you see the extended trailer for a plague tale requiem i saw it i just didn't watch it Ah, shame on me i know we got a release date okay october 18th Ah. october 18th um so i mean it looks good I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. This one looks good as well. Um, so there is an extended trailer. So if you want to check it out, it, it's kind of like the trailer we saw. I wanted to say E3, but there is no E3 at uh, <laughs> Games Fest. Um, so, but you did get a little bit more gameplay elements in this one. So a little bit longer. Um, and they did have a collector's edition, but it's already gone. So I don't even know if I should eh. even mention it. I wrote it down and then I was like, I'll go see how much this one is. And I clicked on it and all of them were gone. Um, but you would have been able to get the collector's edition resin statuette of Amicia and Hugo. Um, they had a 45 vinyl with two tracks composed by Olivier, uh, de Riviere guys. I'm a dumb American. Um, and then, uh, three lithographs of the game, um, metal Hugo feather brooch, kind of like the stuff that, uh, Hugo wore, on him and the in the first one it was like 190 bucks but it doesn't matter now because all i could find was the standard edition still for sale because i went to the focus entertainment store thinking maybe but now they're 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 all sold out for console for for pc because at least with the console one you were getting the physical copy but the pc one you were just getting a steam key which i guess makes sense in today's time but yeah sorry they were all sold out unless more is coming later. But yeah, I clicked on all of them just to see. And they, they were all like, nope, sorry about your luck. But we can give you the standard version of the game. And I'm like, I don't need to pre-order that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling digital will still be available October 18th. Um, but yeah, outside of that, that was all that caught my eye that I felt like chatting about. Because I wanted some light stuff today. Yeah. Um, was... And talk about some nonsense. So um yeah and then and then that's it what you got what you got well uh we're gonna talk we're gonna talk about a game that we've both been playing or at least i assume we've both been playing we have both been playing yes (laughs) i didn't play it as much this week but i have been i did play it earlier i got to play a little bit more than i was expecting which i was happy to uh to have done Mm -hmm. but uh, i guess we'll just hop right into it we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. We got to play this arcade style classic mm-hmm. game. Give me your initial thoughts. I honestly, I think it's so well done. It hit all of the beats that you remembered having so much fun with, or I did. Anyway, I can only speak for me. Yeah. That I had as a kid playing the Ninja Turtle games, like all of the, the, the best beat-em-up versions, the best levels that you would have fun on, um, the, the the even the little quips out mm. of their mouths. Um, April. April. You can play April. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. I... I was actually surprised at how much fun I had. Yeah. It just really brought back all of the perfect little memories that I remembered. And you're always a little iffy on things like this mm-hmm. because through, you know, my childhood lens, everything probably looked and seemed so much more cool. But no, it didn't destroy any of it for me. And congratulations, 
done. Yeah. It's like I think it was very well done in how they and how they placed it together. And uh, I still died a lot. Well, yeah, but the last level, dear lord, it kept going. I was like, no, where's my quarters? Oh, the worst part for me was the challenges where they say don't get hit, and I'm like, yeah, right, right. okay, that's come like on, man. In, it's yeah, missed. I'm like, well. Like, I, I do my best to sit there and dodge and attack and dodge mm-hmm. and attack and move and just keep at it. And then you make one wrong move and you get punched in the face. And it's like, ah, come on, man. Mm-hmm. So, to me, that mm-hmm. feels like an unfair but challenge. I feel like we did that then, too, though. Yeah. But that we didn't have achievements to pop, though. That's true. It's so. just frustrating. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Like, there's For sure, when I feel like I finally got the dodging timing right, and then one of them still gets me, I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. But I, I, it I do like that added element to it, because that felt like something new that we didn't have in those old arcade games, is that dodge roll, so we could just Yeah, kind of, I don't know. I know there was like possibly like fast recovery, so if you did get hit, you could hit the button and kind of I roll. I feel like the torpedo one we kind of had, though... Where you would kind of roll, but then if you hit the button just right, they would torpedo into them, like kind of spin. Maybe, yeah. I'd have to look it up, but I felt like that move was there before. Maybe I just used it as a dodge, but well, yeah. I mean, we had two buttons we were working with people. That's so. true. But no, the you dodge had the arcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the dodge roll thing that to me added like a new layer, a new element to the fight. So I felt that I was being a lot more fluid, and I don't know about you, like. Okay, so who did you play as? Like, what characters oh, have you used? Uh, I pl- I've actually played, I think, just about all of them so far. I've taken Michelangelo the furthest. Okay. No, Raph- no Michelangelo. The nunchucks. Nunchucks, yeah. Uh, and then I did play Raphael. I did play April. I think I played them all for a little bit. Okay. But I, I, I got the furthest with um, Michelangelo. So. Mikey. I've played, now I was playing with Katrina, so I had kind of, uh, we've played all the characters, but I personally have only played as Raphael, Leonardo, Donatello, and Casey Jones. And I played him at the end because we did get to the, you get him as uh, your bonus for beating the game, so. Yeah, yeah. I got to play him for a little bit. When I finally did that, I haven't got back to it, so like, Which I is know like, he's there, but I just haven't done it yet. But April was cool, too, but continue yeah. on with Oh, Katrina did fantastic with April. She played yeah. as everybody else. She played as Mikey, April, Splinter, and did she play as anybody else? That might have been it. I'm trying to remember that might be it. The yeah. Four Turtles, Splinter, April, Casey... I think those are the only ones she played as. I think that might be it. But what what was interesting to me is I know that there were different... Uh, they had different power structures. Each character had... You had... Was it strength, speed, and range? I think that's what it was. That sounds right. I think right. so. Yeah. So it's like power, range, oh, and speed or something like ago. that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. like, Leonardo would be the most... Uh, balance. So he's two stars on everything. And then every other character from that point, they either have uh, short range, but they're super powerful, or they're I feel like Donatello slow. was longer, because I feel like you could stab and like flip the people. He had longest range. I feel like his power was maybe a two star, and then his speed was a one star. Mm-hmm. Raphael, I think, was backwards. His power was 
Well, he's fast. Maxed, but he had low range, mm -hmm. but speed. Or his, yeah. his might have been a two-star, too. I don't remember. Anyway, but they all kind of play differently because of that, right. because you have a different style to it. I played, I felt like I did the worst as Leonardo. Weird as that may sound. Yeah. I don't know what it was about playing as him, but I felt like I didn't have everything going for me. Like, I felt like I was getting kicked all the time, or I was getting punched, yeah. and I was like, come on, dude. And I thought, of all characters, you should be the one. Donnie. Dyson. Donnie, I stomped ass with. Like, he might have been slow, but by God, I could reach out here, and I could whop him here, pop him there, and just go to town. And I was surprised by it, you know? Yeah. Raphael, I did pretty good with, I'd say. And that was the very first time I was playing, so I felt like I was trying to find my bearings at that point. And then Casey Jones, he's maxed out on all three, so he's supposed to be like the ultimate characters you earned. Sure. And I feel like he did fine. Like, I won't say that I, I felt like I was just stomping ass, taking names. people were excited to get to play him. Yeah. He was a, he was a great character to play, and I'd, I'd continue to play as him. But I didn't feel as if I was doing superbly better with Casey Jones. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Versus yeah, someone like Donnie. Yeah. So, I, felt, I found that to be interesting. So, there might be a character in the category that suits you best that you might not yeah. think because i didn't expect donnie to be the one that i was like oh my god i'm really like stomping ass with him mm -hmm. surprised by it so i would definitely recommend playing all the other turtles and finding or not just turtles all the characters in general yeah to find the character that suits you best because you might be surprised yeah I actually, um, I, I want to go back through it with April because I was impressed with some of her moves actually being pretty, pretty boss. Yeah. See, you know, Katrina was I like the fast and quick. Right. And she had a lot of those really good ones, and which is with the microphone just makes you smile because yeah. it's just so ridiculous. But it's, it, it's great, you know? And I think, I think that was Katrina's, uh, concerns with her going in early she's like why do they make her so weak you know i was like well i said i, I get it <laughs> okay think of its origins so i know back, but uh <laughs> but we probably weren't even supposed to be fighting we're just asking questions what's going on but she did you know put in the time and effort and built her up and she's mm -hmm. like stomping ass with her at all yeah. times so i was like yeah perfect that's awesome so she can be an awesome character you just gotta you know yeah. Work, work with the character you're given and, and make sure you fight. I properly. got pretty far with her initially. Yeah. Now, the one thing I really loved about this, outside of just being a nostalgia trip from the game side, mm -hmm. is also the voice cast because they went back to the 80s and we mm -hmm. got the original cast members, uh, with the exception of uh, obviously James Avery, who did the Shredder. He had passed, and I also feel like uh, Pat Fraley, who did Krang, had also has also passed, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, maybe. because his voice that was not his but, voice doing Krang. But everybody else, back all your classics though. We had Bebop and Rocksteady, and um, what was the 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 lizard? The Damn li it. Which one? Because there's there's. I know. Uh, I said the lizard in a Leatherhead. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> now. You didn't get it when I did that motion. No, I don't know no. what that was. If you'd have said oh, K. Really John, 
you know, cage on Gato. The one that I found to be a, a really deep cut that I don't know a lot of people would know would be ground chuck and, um, uh, oh damn, the, the rat, the mole rat. Dirt bag? Dirt bag, that's right, yeah. Ground chuck and dirt bag. Mm-hmm. They were two villains that I remember seeing the episode in which they premiered on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like a mm-hmm. special prime time special. And it was like an hour-long episode where the turtles go off onto this other planet. And these two, a, a bull and a, and a, what the hell are they called? A groundhog. I guess that's yeah. No, a mole. He's a mole. Yeah. He's something. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he is. Anyway, Dirtbag and Groundchuck, they get hit with the the, uh, the mutagen, and then they, of course, turn into, you know, the mutant dickheads that they now mm-hmm. become. And I think that there was a Technodrome Mark II that got premiered in that, so it was a brand new Technodrome. So it was this mm-hmm. all-big event that they showed on primetime, and that's where those two characters... I remember seeing them the first time. I was like, oh, cool. That's neat. Yeah. So now that I see them now... I wonder how much of a deep cut that is because I don't ever hear people talk about them that much. Sure. Sure. I feel like they ran through all of them in there in the best way, though. Yeah. like you I, know, I, I, We got them all. I forgot about some of them. Like uh, Wingnut, that, was a, uh-huh. that felt like a deep cut. Uh, the Rat King, I feel like people remember the Rat King. Maybe a little bit, you yeah. Know, with his stupid little flute. Like, I remember this yeah. one episode... And this is, it's things like this is why I wish I could find the show streaming on some service. I'm sure they're... Like the old ones? Yeah, because I have these vivid memories. The cartoons probably weren't that great, but... Well, yeah, the OG ones. The newer ones that I had seen, they looked kind of mean, or the way they were drawn was really evil looking. I was like, ew, what'd you do to them? (laughs) I have heard that the series, the very first, I think it was the very first series that Nickelodeon produced. It was like a CG, and the the characters had this very odd look about them. Mm -hmm. Like, the the design of it turned me away, initially. But I started hearing a lot of great stuff about the narrative. Saying they really took and paid a lot of attention to past works and really tried to build on that there's character growth and i kind of want to watch it now you know i'm just like all right well i hate that i passed this up or i i I shunned it because it didn't look right to me i did the same thing though i was like this isn't the turtles and i moved on with my life but i have i have heard a lot of people praise it saying it's a really solid turtle show and i was like all right i'm gonna have to give this a watch I think it's it on be that curmudgeon. Yeah. Back in my day. Like it could be good. I think you can find it on either Hulu or Paramount Plus, maybe. I know I've seen it. I just need to I think we have both of them. Watch it. Um but no, I wanna wa- I wanna watch the eighties cartoons again. Just select ones. You know, yeah. I I don't have uh, like deep connections to all of them. And we kind of got a reprise of that at the beginning yes, of the, the game. Yes, the music was yeah. bomb in this too, though. Mm-hmm. It fits so well. Yeah. There was a lot going for it. It really hits the nostalgia uh, buttons. Baxter Stockman. We didn't Baxter. say that one. That was the one that I had almost forgotten about for some reason. I'm like, yeah. Really why? Because they don't do that design anymore. He's never no. a fly. Right? <laughs> so... Yeah, every iteration I've seen of him, there was a cartoon I think they did in the 
early 2000s, 2003 maybe, on Fox. And that might have been one of the more vicious looking that, ones. Maybe that, that was the one the, I'm thinking of. Yeah. It was very sharp lines and made them look kind of evil and mean. Or it's just something about the design. We're like, this doesn't look like my Yeah, they had I love. like their glowing white eyes and, you know, uh-huh. they're just like, they're, it's, we're tough yeah. turtles. And yeah. I'm almost positive Baxter Stockman lost his head. Like, they implied certain things, and then he turned himself into a robot or just some cybernetic... I don't know. It's kind of creepy the way it all played out, and I was like, damn, man, I'm kind of going dark here. But, yeah, we don't really get to see the fly version that much anymore. I think the only boss that I couldn't remember was Tempestra, the one that that was like the video game, and then she'd pop out Toka and Razar, which I remember them. Yeah. I did. I didn't either. Yeah, that uh, that one was a, a tough one. There was a who was the other one? There was one more that I can't place it, and this is why I wish I could find. I wrote the, some of them down. That's why I had to because I know my brain sucks. I think when you get to Dimension X and you're starting to fight the rock people, there was a yeah. there was a villain at the end because you fight General Trag in the middle, and then at the very end, it's like this Chrome Dome. It's like yes. this giant robot. I know, I know that robot, and I c- could not remember from what. I know it's the turtles, but I can't remember the episode because I'm almost positive, almost positive, <coughs> they built it, and it might have been from that same episode I was just talking about. I don't think it is, mm-hmm. but just thinking. But they built it, and it had like a weak spot, like a little plate on its belt or some yeah. stupid shit like that, and then Donnie found out about it as they were in this big fight, because it was all made of some indestructible armor or metal, but Uh adamantium, of all things. I'm almost positive that's what it was. (laughs) So they just stole from Marvel. And then Donnie took his bow staff and hit it directly at the spot, and it blew him up Mm -hmm. from the inside. I know this is an episode. I just don't know what episode. And this is why I wish I could find the old... The old ones. Animated. Yeah. I'm sure I, I could. Stored I'm sure. away. But. You know someone has them. Yeah. I just, I want to, I want to see that episode. I just want to see, I want to rewatch certain episodes that I remember from my childhood yeah. growing up on and watching being, oh yeah, that, that's pretty cool. You know, you just, know what though? I liked the movies though too. I, I was did. No. Kid. I, I liked those ones. I mean, I haven't seen any of the newer ones, but, um, eh. or if there even has been quote unquote newer ones in a just while but those two CGI things that came oh, out at some okay. point no this is you know humans and puppet costumes trying to make their way I <laughs> I will honestly say that the very first movie still holds up to this day I think it is a marvelous I can't remember film. which one's which which one had vanilla ice was it the second part or two. the first part, part two, two. Yeah. Okay. That's when they were trying to cash in and be like, hey, we got it. It's go popular. Ninja, go, ninja, ninja, go, 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 ninja, go, 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 ninja, go, go, ninja, go, 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 uh, that if you grew up watching the Turtles in the 80s when it, the, the first boom came through, this will like be a nostalgia oh. bomb. 
Right. For sure. Because you get the most of the original cast. I, I know I only mentioned two. I know that there's more. I know the woman who voiced April is not the same. I don't know. Splinter's no, definitely not right. the same. Uh, so not everybody came back, but the main turtles, they did. That's right. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and just the the, the design. If you play those those games, the, the beat em up. dead on. Yeah. yeah. And cleaned up, of course. Yeah. Like definitely with more polish. But yeah. Yeah. But it makes, it makes me ache just a little bit for that other collection. Remember, we heard about that collection of arcade titles and mm-hmm. other games. So I want to play that now, too, just for that trip back. But I do appreciate this on top of that because it's like so, a companion yeah. with it. So, can we recommend this to anybody who isn't a Turtle fan? I don't want to say it's a bad game because it's not. I just yeah. I feel like you might not enjoy it type as much. Really loves good graphics. Maybe you're not a big side scroller fan, or you know maybe just not older games. You probably yeah won't like it. If you gravitate toward retro titles, I yeah. think you would. And, and, yeah, if you played them as a kid, then you probably already got that yeah. extra little something-something. But I think the younger generation, it would just depend on the style of game I guess you like. Because we've crossed into that day and age where everything looks so great and does all these things. And some people, it's kind of a, a have to have yeah. for their games. And I'm not so, that person. <laughs> I, will, I will give you a story now that you've mentioned okay. this real quick to kind of cap it out. Because this was funny. Now... As I said, I got to play as Casey Jones, but only did that because after we'd beaten the game and unlocked that, I was trying to decide what to do next, and my daughter walks up and she says, Dad, can I play? And I was like, okay. Yes. I said, sure. Yeah. I said, so you can play it, and I wanted to make sure Katrina was all right with it. If she was done mm-hmm. playing, she's like, yeah. So she hands her the controller, and apparently they had played uh, a couple of days ago, so she'd kind of gotten familiar with it. And I was like, all right. Nice, so nice. Check your... You know, pick your character and do whatever. So we start playing. She's beating them up. I'm beating them up. We're doing pretty good. I'm going through certain levels. We get to this one level, and I think it's the one on the highway where we're skating through, right? Yes, so much fun. And yeah. you know it's chaotic. And yeah. sometimes, you know, things are going by. And there was a pizza, and it was about to get off screen, so I rushed to it and grabbed it. Mm-hmm. And then we keep going, we keep going. And all of a sudden, I notice that... Calliope is standing to one side of the screen doing nothing while all the enemies are fighting me. And I look at her and I said, what are you doing? And I hear nothing. It's like, are you going to fight? You going to help me out or what? And she's like, well, I would if you hadn't stole the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love it. Just to spite you, dad. Like, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm so, I couldn't help it. I said, there's another pizza. I said, just hang on. <laughs> But there was so much oh, sass. I, love it. I, I could feel it too. I could feel it too. Oh, that's so, great. Will the younger generation enjoy it? Sure. Just don't yeah. steal their pizza. Just don't steal their pizza. Let them, let them win. Well, I was going to say, I, I thought she was going to be like, well, I would, but you just keep dragging me along, Dad. I can understand that one. Yeah. yeah. We tried to play uh, uh, Guacamole 2 with you. Sorry. It just got to the point Beth and I were just like, we're just going to stay here because he's going so far. And then the screen would just switch over. And I'm like, well, 
I don't even. I hadn't even figured out where I was until he moved on. I'm like, I don't even know if I jump in. So I'm Calliope, sorry. I'm on your side. I understand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just get so excited and just. You do. In the well, moment. Well, there's that gap too. Like you're just better at those particular games than I am because you play them more. So there is that, you know. Yeah advantage you have where I'm trying to keep up and you're like, uh, now it's too slow if I stay behind so it's not fun. So I just gotta get good before I play with you. It's fine. <laughs> but, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I like it. I recommend it. Thank um, you. 25 bucks. Didn't seem ridiculous on Game Pass. Mm. So if you have that, you can play it there like I did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I recommend it. It was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. I can't remember the last time I really, like, smiled that hard playing a video game. You know? Oh, yeah. All of the good things were coming back. They threw in the best levels when you just mentioned with the street and on the surfboard and the the air. Mm -hmm. They just... I kept smiling so much. It's like, oh, oh these all my favorite ones. They're so fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, just fun. It's a lot of fun. So I would. So I would recommend it. For sure. Yeah. You got it on your Game Pass or whatever, or wait for a sale if you're, you know, tightwad. I did. But right. I wanted well, to play. Or you just got to wait, you know. Yeah. It's Money fine. these days doesn't go as far as it used to, so I get it. So do what you got to do. But if you mm. got the money to spend, you know, I recommend yeah. it. There we go. Cool 20 bucks or so. I mean, yeah. a little bit more than that, I think. But still. I recommend. You recommend. Play the turtles. Go it's a lot of play fun. the turtles. You'll love it. And as we said, once you unlock Keith Jones, feel like that's kind of new too. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, I had to look th- through all these. But good times. I say, I say, go do it. For sure. That's our show. That's, that's our, our show. show. I'm sorry a if it shorter, was shorter. I guess for the season. Sorry. Hey, well, we're getting ready to take a break. Uh, yes. So this usually happens. We usually have a short show right before the end because we're going to give you so much more content throughout the the summer. So keep your eyes open for our Little minis. Minis. We'll try to put together a handful uh, to. You know, just have our usual crazy conversations. If uh, you have coffee something, coffee talk, coffee with talk, and Steven. You know what? Coffee if you've got talk. something you want to uh, share with us, you want to say to us, mm-hmm. do that on the Twitter, and then and then maybe you know during the mini pod before next week, I'll give you. A, we haven't recorded them all yet, so if you want to say something, we'll read it on the show, and then and then that's yeah. a thing we could do for one of the mini pods. But if you don't, then we have nothing yeah. to say. So. Because if you've been around long enough, you know the mini's not necessarily anything to do with games. No. It's just our tomfoolery we want to do that we don't usually get to. Conversations we possibly don't want to bring to this show right now, but conversations we want to have. And exactly. Yeah. could be anything, so be prepared. That's all I'm going to yes. say. But, uh, yeah, uh, summer break starts next week. Uh, we we need our recharge, but uh, yes. we'll we'll try to keep you entertained in the meantime. We'll miss you, siblings. Yes. But have a good summer and be fun and do good things. And be safe. So, yeah, that's our show. That's our season. We'll see you back in a little bit. But, of course, in the meantime, you can hit us up 
on Twitter, as we just mentioned. Go ahead, throw us some uh, some stuff our way, at Super Mega Crash. Or you can go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts time and love into. You can send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. And you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app and even going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You want even more entertainment? Head over to YouTube forward slash pencil and paper productions to see just all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. And you also, uh, we suck at Discord. I think we're just always going to suck at Discord. So help make us better by coming on over and clicking the link below. Uh, but it, thank you so much for listening. I'm Lacey Finley. I'm Stephen White. And join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But <laughs> until then. Game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.